We're not chipping today. What do you mean we're not chipping? What are we putting? Are we we're driving? sparking. Sparking? What the heck is that? Making sparks, baby. All right. Welcome to Making Sparks, the podcast where we ignite your passion for metal fabrication and fuel your business success. Join industry leaders and dive deep into the world of metalworking. From business insights to tips of the trade, Making Sparks is your forge of knowledge. During each episode, discover success stories, innovative solutions, and expert interviews that light the path to business growth. Subscribe today and grow and improve your company and let's make sparks fly together. Welcome to the Making Sparks podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Matthew Nix, an owner of a fifth-generation fabrication company. We're actually doing a special podcast yeah, episode. Hold on. Wait a minute. I wanted to tell him we Jason's have contact. Get, he's like, oh, where's, I'm ready. You got, where, you, where am I at? You're holding me back too much from talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you had to wait a whole 20 seconds. Can you let this guy start All his right, new go podcast? Go ahead. Sorry, Casey. Well, I'll just start from here. We're live at Fabtech, so... That's basically all I wanted to say. Fabtech is like the IMTS of fabrication. Yeah, it's Pro like the, probably probably the easiest way to say it. There you go. We're making sparks instead of making chips today, and we are loving this. We are loving partnering up with you guys, and you know, Matthew, obviously, you're no stranger to making chips, and so we're really happy to have you guys on board to be making sparks. Love it, guys. And you forgot to mention your name. This is Casey Velker, my oh. fearless co-host. Who's been uh, he's been after me for over a year now to get a podcast going, and I, th I thought if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. So we partnered up with Nick and Jason, the OGs of making chips. You know how many people have said that? The, the OGs, OGs of manufacturing podcasts. The That's OGs right. of manufacturing podcasts. longest running manufacturing podcast. Yeah, and so uh, when he says we got to do it right, I'm thinking, why the heck did you choose us? <laughs> so you guys are the numbers one. We're the number, we're the shortest. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. You guys over there. You can, yeah, the shortest go. running podcast partnered up with the longest running podcast in Metalworking Nation. So really excited to, to be working with you guys. And we are here at Fabtech. I've been coming to Fabtech for a long time uh, as a fabrication shop owner myself and uh, now getting involved in this media game, which is a lot of fun. And so I think we're going to talk today a little bit about why are we doing this and yeah. why why'd you guys say yes to partner with us and what what's our audience going to going to take away from this. Yeah. So we, we really wanted to have a podcast that was dedicated to welding, fabrication, metal forming, you know, and we, we just didn't feel that through making chips, we were reaching that audience. And there's so many great manufacturing leaders out there that are in that fabrication game, not necessarily in the machining game. And there's a lot that are in both. And so we want to talk about just how that's going to work together and uh, introduce you all to our audience. And hopefully a lot more other manufacturing leaders that are not making chips, but are making sparks are going to tune in. Absolutely. So Casey, you, I guess you always start off these podcasts with a dad joke. Yes. So what do you got for us? All right. I got this one on a sh video shoot the other day. A guy said that his son really loved this joke. All right. All right. And this is actually really like relevant for me because one of our neighbors just got a whole bunch of chickens and they're crossing the road. No lie. Almost hit chickens. The chickens are crossing on the, the road. way up to Chicago. I almost hit chickens crossing the road. So why did the chicken cross the road? Why, Casey? <laughs> I love it. Nice. Uh, I like it. My wife already told me that one. So if my laugh wasn't really good, it's because I've heard it before. No, I, think, I think it was good. And you've only had what, like two and a half weeks to practice your dad jokes? Like, is this your first baby? It's actually my third. It's your third baby. Oh my gosh. So yeah. My mother in law gave me a book of dad jokes. I don't know where it's at right now, but I'm, I might have to. Oh, you better bust it. that out. Yeah. You got a lot of episodes to record. So, Matthew, why did we create this new podcast? Why Making Sparks? 
We kind of alluded to it a little bit already, but I want to hear from you. Yeah, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I, uh, I got connected with you guys through a friend in the industry. Listened to your podcast. That and was then, Jake, right? Yep, Jake. Yep, Jake Ward. You're the the, the reason behind the connection. And uh, then I was a part of the Tri-State Manufacturers Alliance. Uh, was involved in bringing you guys down to do the the podcast on our shop floor, which was a lot of fun. Then you invited me on your show. Had a lot of fun with that. Lindsay and I came on the show. Just uh, love you guys getting to know you. We really click well. And and uh, like I said, Casey's been on me for a while to start a podcast. And I've taken so much out of podcasts over the year from you guys, other leadership podcasts, uh, a number of different, you know, uh, great, great. Uh, uh, there's a lot of good content out there. And I've taken so much away from podcasts and just felt like it would be awesome to be able to return that. And, yeah. you know, through doing that, we're going to meet a lot of great people. You know, that's fun. I mean, let's not lie. That's the benefit of this. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it's like, why why pay for an overpriced MBA, you know, for some professor salary when you can listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, and read great books from industry, yeah, from Professor Jason <laughs> or from other industry professionals that really have that on the street experience. I mean, yep. and so we're going to learn while we do this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're, we, we hope to add value to our audience. I think we will. We've got a lot of unique perspective here. Uh, but I know we're going to learn just as much from our audience as, as what we get. So we were, we were asked to come back for a second time to speak. Like the, the thing we do at the TSMA where we met you is one of our favorite things to do. We sit in a live, in front of a live audience and have a good roundtable podcast. And one of the things we said the second time we went back to that event was like, we're not really educating the audience as much as they're educating us. No, we're just drawing them out. We're like getting their stories out and we're asking them the leading questions in order to equip and inspire the metalworking nation absolutely and like naturally jason and i come more from like the precision machining mindset you know him selling cutting tools me with a machining shop kind of how i think and it's going to be cool to have a manufacturing slash leadership podcast from a fabrication mindset which is really yep. your bread and butter yeah so. absolutely yeah so i mean like what is really going to be different i mean are you guys are, are we going to talk about you know, the technical side of welding and fab and metal forming. I want to bring that into it a little bit. So you, okay. so your guys' mission is to equip and inspire. Yeah. Uh, ours is to help you grow and improve. Very yep. similar. Yep. Uh, I think that one element, we're going to talk about, you know, a lot of the leadership and business side of things, just like you guys do. Uh, we are wanting to weave some of the technical elements into it. In fact, uh, I've got a young guy that's uh, on the shop floor that I'm thinking of right now. He listens to a lot of technical uh, industry podcasts. Uh, I think it'd be really fun to have him on the show, let him talk about some. And and look, we, we've talked about this earlier. We're happy to share other great podcasts that are out there. There's yeah. some people that just do technical stuff that are great resources. And, you know, it's a rising tide lifts all ships. And we, we just want to help other people just be informed. Hey, everyone. This is Adam Schmidt with ProFab Alliance. I'm here to bring you your spark of knowledge for this episode. Let's talk about strategic planning. You know, any business can and should do strategic planning. It doesn't matter if you have a three-person shop or if you have 150 employees, you need to do strategic planning. We're all human and nobody's perfect and we all get distracted. But if we've got that end goal in mind with our vision, you know, we've got to have a, a clear path to reach that and strategic planning can serve as that path. You know, a single piece of paper can do the trick. To get the most out of strategic plan, it's who's involved. Make sure everybody has a voice in the plan. 
you know, the ideas that are generated through, you know, just brainstorming sessions. It'll spark a thought in somebody else and it'll turn out to be at the end something that's great that could change the course of your business. Get out a scratch piece of paper, write your goals down, think about how you're going to measure them throughout the year. And then with that, you got to actually go back and measure yourself. With strategic planning, if you start with that single piece of paper, figure out what you liked from that uh, that year. What lessons did you learn? Where did you mess up? Improve for the next year. You got to trust the process. You know, you're not going to see results overnight. If you're diligent about keeping track, you know, keeping that scorecard, learning from that scorecard, making adjustments along the way to to keep that improvement. You know, you're going to notice year over year results from strategic planning. But overall, the main thing that you got to remember is you just got to get something put down on paper. Um, keep that with you and you got to keep that scorecard and check the results. Well, well it's funny because one of the, you know, we talk about the difference between making chips and making sparks. I was talking with uh, our good friend, Mike Payne, who's like you, he does welding and um, machining. And he was saying that managing welders is a lot different than managing machinists in like they're both difficult but they're different <laughs> well and, i own shops that do both so i better be careful about what i say here well, they're, I, they're definitely difficult in a bad way it's just different. you know there's issue there's like the issues that you deal with and everybody knows that managing people is you know because they're people you're gonna have problems you know what i mean like i love people but you know there's the management of them that's that's diff that's different you know there are some stereotypical personality uh traits that are a little bit different with yeah. machinists and fabricators yeah so yeah. like paint the picture of the stereotypes a little bit C compare the welder I'll, to I'll the machine I'll, I'll sum it up for you from what i understand yeah I, and you could tell me if i'm right or not matthew is he kind of alluded to welders kind of act more like artistes whereas like machinists are more like kind of like engine nerds and you know like that's you know just kind of a different way of managing those two types engine of nerds that's yeah. a new one yeah. i like that. Is that i mean does that sound about right or is it not what you guys have yeah. experienced fair enough yeah. Yeah. I'm a but i think i think i think we'll we'll get into that later on a different episode yeah hey metalworking nation jason zenger here do you know i operate on netsuite the erp when you need one source of truth for all of your data, your CRM, your accounting, your operations, everything. If this is you, you should know these three numbers, 36,000, 25, and 1. 36,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage your risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash chips. That's netsuite.com slash chips to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash chips. Do it now. You know, I used to do some welding. I was not very good at it, but 
I used to do some welding at Hennig. And uh, yeah, so your family business, you guys also have a fabrication division. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, we're not really in fabrication per se, but you know, at Hennig, our products are made out of sheet metal. So we make chip conveyors, we make telescopic weight covers. So it's all laser cut, bend, powder coat, you know, elements of the machine tool. We're going to talk. It's all fab. You mentioned powder coating. I mean, that's that's some of the things we're going to talk about here. Is what are what are the value added services that we can bring into a fabrication business? I mean, obviously, machining is one of them, but we do uh, powder coating and industrial coatings as well. Heck, we even uh, partnered with a marketing company. We, yeah, we, yeah. we helped Casey start his business. We own half of marketing. We should do company, an episode so. about that too, like well, we diversifying will. beyond just we will. manufacturing sectors. Yeah, Casey. Uh, so why why did why did you want to do this? Well, for me, you know, I've, I've worked with Matthew and and their his his main company, Nick's companies. Uh, I don't know. I'd say it's close to eight years now um, as a subcontractor for the most part. But I actually worked at Nick's companies for a little while too. Um, but for me, like to do a podcast about the fabrication industry, you get to tell the, it's really about, like, I'm a people person. So it's, it's telling the stories of these people. You're talking about, uh, welders being craftsmen. It's like, it is crazy to go in and, uh, talk to a welder and, and then see that they're, you know, not just putting handrails together, but they're making a piece of art. Um, that handrail is going to look really nice on top of whatever it's going to or something like that. Um, and you actually, that actually translates over to the powder coating too. I've talked to a lot of guys that when they put different kinds of like really unique paints on, like they take a lot of pride in it. And, um, and so that, that's what I was really excited. And then, and to do a podcast for me, I'm the same way. Podcasts have taught me a whole bunch. Um, I'm a video guy. I, uh, my background is in video marketing, but audio is more important than any videos will ever. I mean, so often I'll actually use people's videos that they shot on their phones, but if the audio sounds good, if the audio tells a story then it, it goes a really long way. And so um, that's kind of like why I want to be, you know, doing this podcast. So. You know, I think one of the biggest differences, Jason, between Sparks and Chips is they're going to have such a high level of production value because of Casey. And then us two knuckleheads are just trying to remember, like, how to use the mics and make sure we hit the record well, that's button. That's nice until you have to drag, like, 25 bags and roller suitcases yeah. uh, from the Chicago <laughs> Hotel to the Expo Center here. Yeah, today. apparently exactly. the shuttle won't let you take your, your production cart on the shuttle, so. Really? Okay, so what do you have to do? Get an Uber or something? Uh, we just all, we said, well, we condensed everything, everything down. You know, we have two lights here when we normally would have four, right? So... So if the production value of this episode is a little less, no, no it's, still, it's still good. It's still great. <laughs> no, it's going to be sharp. So we, we talked a little bit about like making chips, expanding into making sparks, and you've actually expanded your business a little bit in much that same way. Like how have you started out as like a fab shop and then moved into, you know, other industries? You guys acquired a, uh, uh, we've, a powder coder. We've built. Now acquired into a media company. Yeah. We've, we've acquired and, and, uh, built uh, businesses from the ground up all complimentary uh but yeah we, we started out uh, as a blacksmith involved in a welding shop mom and pop welding shop and then we've acquired other businesses that are all complimentary machine shops structural fabrication shop we've got a equipment repair shop so yeah we'll be able to to uh, bring some of those uh aspects into this and you remember the the first precision machine tool you bought because you were a fab shop before you bought yeah. a, any machine tool yeah. so like yeah. what was that catalyst what was the hey we you know acquired what, maybe... the first the, well we we had a couple let you know i'll call them uh tool shop lathes and mills sure. just cut a keyway kind of thing right. a bearing journal something yeah, simple like maintenance, type, maintenance stuff. type machine yeah. shop but we actually acquired a full-blown machine shop and that was oh my gosh baptism by fire yeah. i mean it was 
Yeah, drinking from a fire hose. I mean, all I've been of a sudden around these it. tolerances are way different. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm more of a broad strokes guy, plus or minus an eighth of an inch. You know, <laughs> yeah. just like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, no, I got that. So the worlds are different. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that and get more into that as as we go along into making char- sparks. But I guess the other thing that people should expect Nick and I to not be as big of a presence in making sparks. I yeah, mean, it's going to be Casey and Matthew, and I think one of the nice things about that is that you're going to hear a little bit of a different perspective. So like, even if we're talking about, you know, things that we've talked about on making chips in making sparks, it's going to be from a different perspective and there's something new to be learned from. And that's really like who we're trying to be. The identity of making chips is changing from, you know, our, our past chapter where yeah. there was the three hosts and it was yeah. mostly us oriented. Right. You've seen the seasons episodes. You've probably heard those. We're expanding to guest hosts. Matthew was one of those guest hosts on a few episodes already. And so like we want to kind of create a platform for others to shine and yes. and to like share their expertise. That's what we're focusing on here. Yeah. But we also want to like make sure it doesn't kind of fall off. You know, we, we put a lot of pride into how we record. We, we have some things that make it more difficult than it could be. For example, like only recording in person. Like we don't do Zoom recording and mm-hmm. stuff. Makes it harder than it could be but the quality's there yep so when they sent us like their pilot like like hey what do you guys think i'll just be real like if i thought it was lame i would have been like oh cool you know good yeah. job i thought but, like we would that. we <laughs> we wouldn't have been like uh hey let's do this together you know so because at first it was more like hey can you guys give us some tips we were so impressed with the initial like pilot that you guys sent us that we were like yeah let's do this together yeah, so and, and kudos if, to you yeah and if we could like even for the rest of the metalworking nation you know, making chips is moving more towards being a podcast network, as you could see by the different brands, the making sparks, lights out at the boring bar, and then like our new guest hosted uh, podcast with seasons. And if there's anybody out there in the metalworking nation that has a great idea and they're willing to do the work, like, hey, you know, we're, we're open to it. And that's the biggest part. I mean, I always tell people the biggest difference in podcasts that are successful versus ones that aren't is are you willing to put in the work? Yeah. You know, are you willing to do what it takes in order to get better at it and to produce a hundred episodes? Because if you're not, then it's not going to be successful. Yeah, no no guarantees, you know, but if you do what they did, these two guys, like they put a pilot together. We were really impressed with the quality. I was kind of chuckling and laughing during what, while I listened to it and watched it, which was cool. The whole video element, like, you know, that's how you're going to get us to want to, want to do this and kind of absorb it and the making chips platform. So, so what do we want our listeners to know or what our viewers uh, yeah, what do we what do we want them to know specifically as as we wrap up this first episode what do we want them to to take away what's the takeaway guys i, I guess you know for me i mean we have a couple takeaways but for me the takeaway is is going to be how do you look at other tangential industries and expand your business out how do you look at you know the service providers that are offering services to you or your customers or whatever else and say, okay, I can expand into that line of business, whether it's media or whatever else it is, you know, and whether it's by growing it from scratch or whether it's, you know, by acquiring another company. And we're actually going to talk about that in the next episode. We're going to talk about acquisition. Yeah, exactly. So there's a, you know, natural progression into that, but that's, that's what I think about is like, you're you're expanding your brand. I mean, you now have making sparks and we we're expanding too through this partnership. And I think that that's huge. Yeah. Mine's very similar to what you said. You know, it's like how, get, allow people to get outside the box. You know, in our world, there's there's people who are rightfully so, but but very risk averse. 
You know what I mean? Where they're like, ah, I don't know, that's not really my wheelhouse. And I think hopefully people who listen to this will start to be like, hey, I think I can do that. They've done it. I could do that too. So, right. so that, would, that would be it for me too. Yeah. What do you think? How about you guys? Um, you know, from the outside looking in a little bit, uh, I think learning as a maybe a mom and pop fabrication business, how to scale by taking risks on hiring that support person, hiring a marketing person, hiring an HR person, um, and and hearing hearing those stories. That's that's what I want people when they're listening or watching this uh, is is to be inspired to take that step, you know, with their with their business. Making sure there's always a compelling story in every episode. I can I can already tell that's that's what you're about. Metalworking Nation, it's Nick here. I'm thinking about how much fun I had at the Emo in Hanover, the biggest trade show in Europe. And I'm already thinking about, less than a year from now, the biggest trade show in North America. IMTS 2024 will take place September 9th through the 14th at McCormick Place in Chicago. Every one of the 10 IMTS sectors will offer hundreds of technologies that help us manufacturers move beyond the typical production approach. There will be a multitude of applications experts that can help solve our toughest manufacturing challenges. And new to 2024 is the automation sector accelerated by SPS and the additive sector accelerated by Formnext. There's also 10 conferences to engage, learn, explore, and ideate with the rest of the manufacturing community. That's what IMTS is. That's what IMTS always has been. This is the place where the people, products, and technology that drive change in our world all come together. Registration is now open. Just go to imts.com, and you can also stay tuned to Making Chips, where we'll give you all the news and updates to come. Guys, I'm so excited to see you at IMTS in 2024. Let's have the manufacturing technology community come together to inspire the extraordinary. So one thing I just want to jump in here and say is I think it's important to make the distinction that that uh, the, your audience largely is machining, you know, manufacturing oriented businesses. And so we certainly hope to appeal to them. I think there's a lot of crossover. Uh, a lot Absolutely. of shops do both. Some shops maybe only machine. They're thinking about adding welding and fabrication or, or adding coatings. But also, if you're just a welding and fab shop and you have no interest in any of those other things, I think we're going to have a lot of content for you. And so if you're a subscriber to making chips and you know someone that maybe would, would just be interested in the fabrication conversation, make sure you tell them about this show because yeah, maybe, maybe historically they weren't as interested in making chips because they said, that's not, you know, that's not my thing. It's not my people. They're not speaking my language. You know, I think we're going to speak, speak your language. Absolutely. And I think the other thing we need to make sure our audience understands is like for the time being, you just, you're already subscribed to making chips. That's where you'll find making sparks. You know, we're just going to put it in the same feed. The episode title will start making sparks colon episode title. So, you know, you don't need to go somewhere else. Just tune in where you already are and uh, you'll get you'll get all of what Matthew and Casey bring to the table here. So speaking of episodes, so this is actually the fourth episode ah. and 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 you guys are introducing us. So maybe we, we can help the audience not be confused. Yeah, this is like the prequel. It's kind of like Star Wars where, you know, they started out with the, the uh, I don't know, whatever. The fourth one, know, yeah. Chronological. But, yeah, so, but so they have three without us. Yeah, so you're going to hear after this episode, you're going to hear three more that were recorded before this episode. So when you hear these guys without alluding us. to like, hey, Jason and Nick will be on in the future. Well, you're living Here in the future, are. boys and girls. <laughs> Here we are. Fab, so, Fabtech 2023. Yes. Living and in the we're future. Gonna, 
uh, we're going to go out tonight and uh, have a nice dinner and some drinks to yeah celebrate of, uh, this launch, man. Yeah, it'll be our uh, our breaking the, the bottle over the bow of the ship. There you know, you I do have some homework for you guys though, because. And maybe maybe you've already done it, but do you have a sign off like we do? You know how you end your show. Well, I mean, I, you why why would we us? why would we recreate the wheel, guys? It's working. Are you gonna say yeah, if, if you're not making Casey? Do you want to do you want to do it? You got, this, you the got. marketing guy does he know? I just, does, does he know how we should end the show? I just always tease the next episode because we kind of know what we're gonna talk. Well, about. Let's see. I'll lead him and see if he can get. Yeah. Hey, Casey, if you're not making sparks, you're not making money. Bam. Yeah, Bam. there it is. There it is. <laughs>